Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. As I was listening to that, I, I was thinking about who, who are you singing to? And I feel like, well, there, there could be many interpretations, but I was thinking about the divine, our, our higher self, the, the biggest part of us who was always waiting there to catch us. And we get running so fast that in a way it seems like it can't catch up with us, which is, of course, an illusion because it's always there. It's who we are. But... But our task is for us to slow down, for, for us to think about time in a different way so that we can really be in a space where we are connected with our own divinity because it changes everything. That's how we find our, our creative spark. It's how we find our happiness. It's how we find our ability to, to create everything that is. It's where we find our wisdom. And we need all of this all the time. And especially, we need it now. I wonder if you have noticed since you've been on Time Out... Have you noticed a different experience of time? Does it seem like there's more space? I think for so many of us, I know that some of you are still working. And I know that some of you are still working and taking care of your children who are needing extra right now because their whole world has been shattered and they're too young to really understand what's going on. The part that they like is that mom and dad are around more, right? But if you're working, <laughs> you're not necessarily completely around and they don't understand that because there you are. So I know that you're still juggling time. But maybe, maybe there's a little bit of space. I've been doing a lot of walking with my husband, and one of the things that gives me such great joy is to see dads out playing with their children. They're riding bikes together. They're doing projects in the yard. They're whatever it is they're doing, but they're spending time with their children. And that's something that... Generally speaking, dads have not had as many opportunities for. And moms that have been working and are not working now, they are also having more opportunities. And this, this part is a good thing. This is a silver lining to all of this that we're going through. But it, it also gives us an opportunity to examine what are we doing with our time and when this passes, because we know it will pass eventually, and what will our world look like on the other side, we don't know that. But we get to consider the question of time. 
How do we want to use our time? What are the assumptions that our busyness has been built on that we might want to question? What are the things that we've had to let go of that we might not want to pick back up? I was listening to a talk and reading a book by a man named Dr. Pedram Shoje. He has a book called The Urban Monk. And he's somebody who studied martial arts and he studied in uh, Tibet and he, he did all this monk kind of stuff. And then he came back to the United States and there he was immersed in the middle of our society the way we typically do our society. And he realized that all of these techniques that he had learned were designed for monks who lived in a cave somewhere or a monastery who didn't have a life as we know it, who were not householders, as he calls it. And so we we beat ourselves up ever since we have learned about yoga and meditation and all the things that those monks do in their seclusion. We've told ourselves, oh, here's another thing for our list that we need to be doing. And we beat ourselves up because we are not doing them enough. And we make ourselves pretty crazy with that. So what he says is that we can't adopt that lifestyle. It is not our lifestyle. What we need to do is find a way to tend the garden of our lives in a way that makes sense for us, that gives us greater peace. And the number one thing that he recommends is be in the present. Stop multitasking. I know this is hard as someone who has done it a lot. It's one of the addictions that we need to release and to be present with just one thing. He talks about how we sit there with our computers, and I have to say I am totally guilty of this, with so many windows open, and we hear these ping, ping as messages come in, and it is doing a number on our adrenaline because it's like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? I've got to attend to that as opposed to just be present with what I am doing. He talks about our vitality, which is at the center, because if we do not have vitality, we have nothing. So our vitality is dependent on our sleep, on our diet, on our exercise, and on our mindset. None of those are optional. But we have often lived like they are. He talks about how we need to schedule. Your schedule is your friend. So one of the things that I've noticed, I'm still working a lot, but I have used my schedule to be working pretty intensively in the morning and early afternoon and sometimes in the evening if I have a class or a meeting. But in the afternoon, I have made that time sacred to go out walking with my husband. 
And so we're out walking for two hours at least, sometimes three hours in the afternoon, which is, I never did that. I've been counting my steps <laughs> and uh, because that just makes it more fun. It puts a little bit of competition in there with myself mainly, although Jeff gets more steps because his step is, his stride is shorter. Um, <laughs> but it's still, I'm looking at my average number of steps per week. I've tripled this last week from what I normally did, like all year long. So it's a huge change. And when this goes back, I don't want to stop that. I want to keep that as something that is a part of my life because it's important. I've made changes in my diet that work for me better. And it's one small change, stop eating gluten. And that's hard because that's what I'm addicted to, but I've just stopped. And so as I eliminate that, I feel better. I'm eating way more vegetables, way more salads. So these are, these are simple things that you can do. They may not be simple because you don't necessarily like them. There are times when I look longingly at, you know, a muffin or something, but, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to stick with what is working for my body because I want vitality. And then there's your mind, your sleep, for example. How well do you sleep? And if you don't sleep well, what is off in your system? So it may be that you're going through changes of life, like if you're in perimenopause, oh my gosh, it's the worst for sleep time. But it usually has something to do with your hormones being off. And you can get that amended if you talk with your doctor about it. You also are affected in your sleep by, were you drinking a bunch? Were you... Um, playing on your computer right up until the time you rolled into bed? Are you sitting in bed watching um, horror shows? You know, what, do you, what is your bedtime routine? There are ways, known ways, that you can improve your sleep. And you can find them out. And then there's mindset, which is what we focus on more at Unity, having this positive attitude, focusing on what we believe in. And realizing that the circumstances are not our Lord and Master. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, we sang at the beginning. Lord means that to which we give our authority. It might be the circumstances. It might be the news reports on the coronavirus. That may be where you are giving your authority, but it doesn't have to be, and I recommend that it not be. Because there is a higher reality, and if we tune into that, if we tune into the knowing that all the fears of scarcity that are flying around with all of this, all the fears about death, these are based in circumstance. And what is true on the higher plane is that there is enough, always enough, because abundance is the nature of the divine. 
and the divine is the one presence and the one power. It's all that there is in reality. Not in appearance, but in reality. And so if we hold that knowing in our mind, it calms everything down. As we look at the garden of our life, like any garden, there isn't just one thing in the garden. We have many varieties that are in the garden. And so in our garden, we need to have our health and we need to be scheduling what are we doing to take care of our health. And we have our family. It's important to spend time and connect with our family. And that doesn't just mean you're in the same room, damn it. It means you are connecting one-on-one -on -one with your family. Caring about what their needs are. Caring about what their ideas are. Connecting with them. If they're not in the same room with you, pick up the phone and call them. But family is important. Community is important. Whether it's unity community, our, our greater Central Oregon community, the community of planet Earth. What are we doing to serve our community? How are we engaging in our community? These are important questions, and they're not optional. Friends are part of this community, but they're a little bit closer. What are we doing with friends? Do we have friends? Do we take them for granted? Do we put energy into them? We can't have a lot of friends and treat them really well because usually we don't have time for that. And we have to be careful with how we allocate our time. And then there's hobbies, passions, the things that just make us so happy when we do them. This is a wonderful time, especially for those of you who are not working right now and have extra time to indulge in passions. I was talking to one of our members this week and she said, she's painting. She's never done that before, but she's trying it out. What have you always wanted to try out? Are you doing that? Photography? Eric? Huh. <laughs> um, I remember, this is a long, long time ago, when I moved from Maine to Houston, and I was changing careers in the process. I had been a teacher all my life as an adult, and now I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I had the idea that I had to have a resume in order to get any kind of job. And my sister-in-law was going to make me a resume, but it was taking her a long time. And I, I knew nothing about resumes. So I had the idea that I had to wait for her to do it because she was professional at it. And so I waited and I waited. And here I am in this new place. I'd moved down there with a boyfriend. and. Um, I didn't have a job, 
and we lived in an apartment, and there was a pool, and there was a whole big city of Houston that I could have explored. You know what I did? Nothing. I sat around waiting, waiting for this resume that I thought was my key to getting a job. I did nothing in a month because I had made the Lord of my existence this resume. And in the end, I ended up getting a job at a place where they didn't need a resume. That was the irony of it. I wasted all that time when I could have been doing so many things. What are we doing with this time that we are given now? There are some passions that we have that to everything there is a season. And we don't get to do them all at the same time. When we have small children running around, we're probably going to have to let some things go that we will get to do at a later point in our lives. And that's okay. But just acknowledging that to everything there is a season and we have to think about when will we do them? Or is there a little, a little slice of it that we could do now? Find a way to bring some balance into your life. And then, of course, there's your spiritual life. What are we doing with that? You could be reading books. You can be meditating. You can be praying. You can be taking classes. You can just sit and be. Look out the window. Know that there is something more. But realize that the garden of your life requires all of these elements. It's okay right now that you are having a lot of feelings. That's part of the wholeness of you. And there are situations that are happening that intensify these feelings. But if you ground yourself in the present, there will be more peace. When I hear reports on the news about the coronavirus and how many have died and how many are projected to die, and there are all these projections about how many people will get it and when will it come back, and that just increases anxiety. It is unknown and truly unknowable. People have ideas about it, but nobody knows for sure. What we know is in this moment, this moment, right now, we're probably okay. If you're listening to this, right in this moment, you are okay. And this moment is the only one you have. At some point, you will die. What will the cause be? We don't know. When will it be? We don't know. No expiration date stamped on our arms. All we know is that right now, in this moment, we are alive. Look around you right now and just find five beautiful things, five things to be grateful for. 
Just do it right now. Isn't it easy to find? Isn't it easy? What if, what if you set your watch, take this theme of time, and every time that your watch dings, you look around you and find something to be grateful for? What if you used gratitude like pepper and you sprinkled it through your life? It's important how we use our time. It's important that we tend these gardens of our lives well. Mary Oliver's famous poem, What Will You Do With Your One Wild and Precious Life? Be intentional. There are so many distractions coming at us. I know when I'm going through my email, I often get breaking news. The royal family just found out Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Something terrible. Oh no, what now? And the temptation is to click on that email and find out what has happened to the royal family. Really and truly, is this on the list of what's important in your life? And and if you've ever done it, and I'm pretty sure that I must get those because one time I did do it, then, then it doesn't just give you an answer like, oh, this happened to this member of the royal family. No, you've got to go through a whole series of pictures and keep clicking. And you have gone into some wormhole that you do not want to be in. All because you were curious about something that they have paparazzi for. If something of monumental consequence has happened to the royal family, there will probably be a headline about it. You will probably find out. I remember when, back in the day when I had no newspapers or television in my house and wasn't paying attention to news, except, you know, here and there I'd hear something. I was at a camp and I walked in an off hour through the dining hall and they had a television on there and on the screen I saw the Berlin Wall was coming down. And so the important news of the day I found out just by walking through the dining hall to get a cup of tea. We don't have to be chasing all of these details. We can be focusing on the things that are truly important that keep our wheel of vitality going, that benefit the people that are important to us, that allow us to care for our beautiful planet. Let's be intentional. So this week, really remind ourselves that there is a season, and we are the architects of that season. Namaste. I'm in my bed, I hear the clock tick and think of you, caught up in circles, confusion is nothing new, flashback, warm nights, almost left behind, 
I will get you. I will. 